Welcome to the Startup Smarter Podcast, the best audio show for people who are ready to turn their big ideas into big income. Each week, we explore effective business strategies, guest interviews, and success stories that will help transform the hard grind of starting a business into a smarter and more scalable experience. Here's your host, Joe Johnson. Hey, and welcome back to the Startup Smarter Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Johnson, and on today's podcast, we're going to learn how an engineering student was able to quit her job, pay off $40,000 in loan debt, and travel the world on a regular basis, all by simply learning how to budget. Now, budgeting is a very important skill that is fundamental for business owners early on. When you know how to budget, you'll have a better handle on your monthly cash flows, how much money is going into your business versus how much money is exiting your business. I had a lot of fun recording this episode with my friend Yeri Bridget, and I hope you enjoy it. Let's jump in. Now, Yeri, welcome to the show. Hi, Joe. Thank you for having me. So, Yeri, please tell the people what it is that you do. I am a travel blogger. My blog is called Travel on a Budget. And what I do on my my blog is I help people who have a desire to travel, regardless of their financial situation, to be able to go where they're desiring to go, whether that's like on a short vacation or um, if they want to take a trip with their friends. I focus on planning, uh, budgeting, and saving. So it's not so much of um, all the little details of Um, okay, I want to go here and I want to do these types of activities, stuff like that. I want to focus on the beginning of the process. So how do you plan for the trip? How do you save? What's the budget going to look like? Um, So that's pretty much what my, um, my blog is. That's awesome. So before you were a frequent flyer, what were you doing before you started teaching people how to plan, budget, and save for their trips? Um, I was actually an engineer. So um, I went to school to do industrial engineering. I knocked that out in four years. And then I went straight into the corporate world, um, just working day in, day out. Um, You know, I was making good money, which was great. So it did allow me to do some traveling um, here and there. But I still had to, um, you know, pay off loans, debt, things like that. But yeah, I was just, just working, just like your average person. Okay, so you're already doing some traveling before that. So what's the most interesting place you've traveled to? Ooh, okay. Um, interesting place. I went to the 2016 um, Summer Olympic Games in Rio. And that was, it was a dream come true. Because I remember, like, I think 2011, I was trying to go to um, the 2012 Games. I think they were in, in London. But I was broke and I had no money. And I was fortunate enough, you know, four years later to actually go to the 2016 games. And so that was awesome. I stayed by the beach. Um, I went to, I saw Michael Phelps swim twice. I saw uh, world records being broken on the track field, things like that. So it was, it was awesome. That's like my most memorable trip. That's awesome. All right. So you had mentioned being broke. Now, I'm just going to cut right to the chase. After doing a little bit of research, we found out that you had about $40,000 in loan debt and somehow was able to pay that off while traveling. So I'm super curious about that transformation. Can you walk us through what the story was there? 
Um, yeah, so I racked up some debt, student loan debt, while I was in school, in engineering school. Once I got out of that, I actually needed to get a car for myself. So I got a car loan from the bank. And then I was also using a credit card because I had no budgeting skills. I was just racking up debt. And what happened was, you know, you get your six-month grace period um, after you graduate. And so I was still living large, having fun. And then it came time to to start paying my my loans. And I remember that I had one specific loan that was about $10,000. And I'm like, okay, you know, you can just pay the minimum. You can set up auto pay. Very easy, right? So I spent, I think it was like maybe like $100 or something like that a month. So I set that up and I didn't really worry about it because I'm like, oh, things are getting paid. So fast forward a year later, I kind of got a wake up call when I look at that 10,000, one of the, the loans, the $10,000 loans, and it's now $10,500. Oh, and I, I literally, <laughs> oh my God, I was like, I started crying. I, was like, I, I didn't understand. I was like, how could I pay like about like, what, $1,200? $1, I didn't realize, I didn't understand interest and that just paying the minimum, it really doesn't cut it. You could, you know, pay that for 10 years. And you finish the loan, but you end up paying double. And so that's kind of where my eyes were open to where I'm like, okay, if I still want to be able to do some of the fun things that I'm doing, also go on like bigger trips, like, you know, the Olympics, things like that. Um, I needed to do something now so that I could secure um, more opportunities to travel. And so my friend had told me about Dave Ramsey and, you know, a year before that, again, I didn't really care. So at this point, I was like, I ran back to her and I was like, okay, can you tell me about this Dave Ramsey? Like, what is it? And she told me about Total Money Makeover. And so through Total Money Makeover, I was able to, uh, I learned how to create my first budget. That is kind of where things really got exciting and there was hope for me is I was just learning how to do a budget and understanding what money am I getting, you know, so like my income and then what money is leaving my account. So what what are the expenses that I have to pay, you know, my, my loans, my debt, my daily expenses, things like that. And with a budget, I was able to see, okay, what extra money do I have that I can throw at my loans? And then on top of that, what are my priorities in terms of other things that I would like to do? And so I was able to see like, okay, I can throw a whole bunch more at my, my loans. I can still get my groceries, my, you know, fill up my gas tank. And then I'm willing to sacrifice, you know, maybe $70 from that extra to be able to start saving for traveling. And so it was only because I knew how to budget that I was able to like successfully save for trips, not just like trips that year, but I was, I was like planning trips three years out. Like, Hey, I want to go here in three years or two years, one year and creating like those plans just from the budget. That's awesome. Cause a lot of people actually wait until they're, they're a lot older to start doing a lot of traveling. And I'm feeling like there's this shift towards like, no, you can travel when you want, just make sure you have your affairs in order. And it sounds like this Dave Ramsey total money makeover book allowed you to do that. And that's the book where he talks about, uh, how you're not as financially secure as you think. Right. And like to stop accepting debt as normal. Is that right? Exactly. Yeah. A lot of people think, oh, I need debt and things like that for your credit, which I mean, I do understand if you want to get a loan and things like that, but that doesn't mean that you can't, you know, start budgeting and getting your, your money in order. So like, you you know, what's coming in and out. And f for me, um, I used to think budgeting was a kind of like a restriction, you know, like handcuffs, but actually budgeting turned out to be the freedom that I was looking for. Like I have freedom to know 
I can go to the gas station and I can fill up my entire tank, which I had never done that before, right? I could fill that up and still have money to go buy groceries and still have money to go to my salsa stuff that I like to do, or I could put the $50 towards a trip and then also pay off my debt and more. So when you talk about freedom in a way that allows you to kind of pivot and now change the course of your life, because I'm sure a lot of listeners can relate to having a large amount of debt, whether it's because it's a result of student debt or like medical debt or something like that. So you're saying that budgeting and learning how to do it really effectively gave you the courage to travel while starting a business. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. Now, I know that your business and your mission is to teach others how to travel the world regardless of their financial situation. So let's say that I was your client. Can you walk us through what your process looks like on the inside? Yes. So I would start, there's three like main things that I focus on up front. So I'm going to start with just kind of asking you where, what do you want to do? Like, where do you want to travel? What are your like future travel goals? Like what's something that you've always wanted to do? Just kind of gauge where that person is. Cause I could be talking to somebody who is a frequent traveler that, that wants to get better at it or somebody who's never been anywhere and they, they don't even know where to start. And so that, that's, that's where I would start. And then next I would move into, okay, so what is your budget? And this is a key question because if somebody can't answer like, oh, okay, I I have a budget of, you know, $2,000 or something smaller, if they were to say, well, right now I have 200, but I'm, you know, I'm, I've been saving for something that gives me an indication of like where they're at in terms of their finances. And from there we can move on to, okay, you know what your budget is. Let's try to look at some options that would fit that. Or we'd need to go back to this to the foundation of, okay, so you don't know what your budget is. So now let's try to get your finances in order to where we can see how much you can have to put aside for your next trip. We can put a plan together there. And then the third piece with that would just be like, how serious are they with the budgeting? So if somebody's already been saving, that gives me an indication that they are a little bit more serious. Um, but if somebody doesn't have that foundation, I would just, you know, ask them like, okay, how serious are you about this? And how much is it a priority for you? And so those would be like the three starting points. And then we'd go from there based on um, what their needs would be. That makes sense. Okay. So from the people that you've worked with in the past, what's the number one mistake that you've seen these people make when it comes to wanting to travel? Like they, they really want to do it. But when you work with them, you're like, okay, I see this happening so many times. Um, there's two things actually. So one is people say no before they know they can say yes without knowing they can say yes. Right. So I will say, Hey, I'm going to Aruba or Hey, I, I, I mean, I asked a lot of people if they wanted to come to Rio with me for the Olympics. I mean, this is Olympics, right? <laughs> and when you hear Olympics, you think, Oh, this is going to cost me thousands, thousands, thousands of dollars. Well, People would say no without actually doing the research and understanding what the cost would be. And so when you do that, you don't even get to the point of even going on the trip. You just see me going and you, you know, next time you see me like, oh, man, I wish I could do what you do. My thing is I encourage people to if somebody asks you to go on a trip or you want to go somewhere, go to Google.com and look up how much the current flights are for when you want to go how much it costs for the average cost of accommodation, things like that. And then go back and assess your budget to see, okay, could this possibly be a trip that I can go on based on my budget? And then the second thing is people usually don't have 
a budget set up or where they would save the money or what they needed to do first. And so then I would, I would just walk them through, okay, so we're going to come up with a plan first. And in that plan, we're going to create a budget. And then once we have the plan and we create the budget, then we can go ahead and put a savings, um, yeah, savings plan together. And then we'll mark when the latest we can buy flights, when it's the latest that we can get accommodations. And then some of the other things like activities you have up until the date of the actual trip to save for those. Um, so those would be the two things is people saying no before they've even done any research. And the second thing is people don't have their finances in order in the first place to even start saving or budgeting and things like that. Okay, so I'm really glad that we're having this conversation about how to approach money because, you know, when they talk about budgeting or they think about budgeting, a lot of people are trying to save up money to feel financially secure before leaving their job for, let's say, their side hustle, right? Or they're learning how to squirrel away enough cash to afford better business tools to scale their business. So is there a tool that you use specifically to help you create better budgets? I don't use a specific tool. I I love Google Sheets. I have everything set up in there. Like, as I said, I'm an engineer, I guess, an engineering nerd. So I, I love Excel. I love spreadsheets. And so all these years that I've been budgeting, I've come up with my standard template, how I document my spending or what I need to spend on and, you know, adding, subtracting, whatever. I just pretty much use a spreadsheet to figure out, okay, in a year, I want to leave my job or I want to start this business. How much money do I need to be able to sustain myself for the amount of time that I would be out of work till when I start making money, whatever that may be. I plug it into the Excel sheet um, or Google Sheets, and then I I pretty much, you know, put the dates in there, you know, put the little calculations in there. Every week I'm saving $50, and I need to hit, hit these milestones, and then I'm tracking it every week. That is pretty much the basic tool is a calculator and Google Sheets pretty much. <laughs> I love it. You keep it simple. Okay. Yes. So I have a personal question for you now. Mm -hmm. When it comes to choosing the best airline, Spirit Airlines – Good airline or the greatest airline? Oh, you're saying uh, is Spirit Airlines the best or... Sorry, can you repeat that? <laughs> I like how you're taking a second to answer the question. Um, I don't even know why I'm pausing. It's not like I'm going to offend Spirit Airlines. Um, <laughs> I, I would say... You have a lucrative deal with them in the future. <laughs> um, I would say that it is based on your travel style. So if you are on a budget to where it's like hey, I want to go to Los Angeles, I'm willing to sit in a, you know, 10 inch wide, I guess, seat with, you know, no leg room and just a small backpack with like pair of pants and a t-shirt to get to Los Angeles and then have the time of my life. And I'd say this is like the best airline for you to use. But if you are somebody that's like, no, you know, that that's going to ruin my entire trip, I would say it's probably not the airline for you because of it's not very comfortable. You have to do some extra stuff. You may have to pay. You don't. You have to pay for your food. You know. You don't get free stuff. And so yeah. So it ju it just depends. It depends on what what you're looking for in your lifestyle. For me now, I wouldn't take Spirit <laughs> unless I was very desperate. Um, I, I just I just avoid. I'm like if I can save for something better, let me save. Like Southwest is not bad, and you get two free bags. And you're so polite because for me, I could do a whole Netflix special about Spirit Airlines and Frontier Airlines. Like there's been times where they're just hit you with that $100 baggage fee. And I'm like, you could have it. I don't, I don't need these pants that bad. <laughs> I'm good. 
And they're like, sir, you can't. Nope. I'm going on the plane now. Please stamp the ticket. I'm out. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, So it looks like you built quite the business for yourself. One question that we ask all the guests that come onto the show is if you had to start all over again from the beginning, from day one, what would be your number one tip for launching a successful business while traveling at the same time? It would be do a lot of the work beforehand because I, you know, I thought I was superwoman, you know, I could travel and I could blog and then I could handle business stuff all at the same time while moving from Airbnb to hostel every three days. And it, it turned out to be a lot more difficult. And so I realized that like, it was a lot more work than I anticipated. And I could have done a lot of, a lot more things before the trip to where I wouldn't have to worry about certain things or have specific things set in place to where I wouldn't have to figure out, okay, where am I going to be able to sit at this hostel to like work on this part of the business or whatever. So, so yeah, I would just say, don't underestimate the work that you're going to need to do if you're traveling. And if you can batch a lot of things beforehand, set up some like automated systems or whatever you need for your business, do that, do the extra work before you leave. And so that you can fully enjoy um, the trip that you're taking, you know, you can meet people, go out, you know, just just explore. All right. Great advice. All right, Yuri, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing what you know. Where can people go to find out more about uh, what you're up to? Well, you can find me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is travel on a budget blog. And then my website is www.travelonabudget.us. And I also have a Facebook page, actually the Facebook group. And in that group, uh, we have people that are looking to travel and that need tips, help, advice. And it's a great place to, if you have questions, you can ask them there. And you can find that on the website where it says join the community. Perfect. And I'll make sure to link all that stuff up in the show notes. Again, Yuri, thank you so much. And we'll talk to you very soon. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed my interview with Yuri from Travel on a Budget. She very much is a master of budgeting and knows how to travel and run a business successfully at the same time. Some of my biggest takeaways from the episode was that I need to review my travel budget ASAP. This year I have a lot of travel on the horizon for my upcoming speaking gigs and I know that I could be better about preparing for these business trips. And even if you're not traveling for business, people often put off preparing for a trip until about a week before the actual trip itself, which I can tell you from experience is a terrible mistake. Thankfully, Yuri hooked up all these Startup Smarter podcast listeners with access to her trip planning guide that she uses to plan her trips over at her website. And you can pick that up for free over at travelonabudget.us. All right, that does it for this installment of the Startup Smarter podcast. You can check out all the links by heading over to startupsmarter.net forward slash podcast and looking for episode 004. Also, before you leave, I had one question for you. Are you subscribed to the podcast? If you are, just know that I appreciate you and I look forward to chatting with you on the next episode. However, if you aren't yet, I want to encourage you to subscribe today. I don't want you to miss an episode and to sweeten the deal. I wanted to mention that we're running a contest right now for all these Startup Smarter podcast subscribers over at startupsmarter.net forward slash contest. Go ahead, head over there and get all the details so that way you can enter the contest and have a chance to win that prize bundle. And again, that's startupsmarter.net forward slash contest. 
All right, my friends, that wraps up episode number four of the Startup Smarter podcast. This is Joe Johnson signing off, and I'll see you on the next episode.